Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hey, Bill. Good Thursday morning, everyone. So awesome to see you on a terrific Thursday morning. I see we have still some folks coming in. Um, it looks like we have a few of you on camera. Thank you, thank you, Dan, for being on camera. <laughs> and so it helps me if I can see your faces. Okay, so today we're going to jump in. Oh, a couple of quick reminders, just housekeeping things while some other folks are coming in. Um, we're streaming live on Facebook, so um, uh, so if you're not catching us uh, on agentpowerhero.com, you're catching us oops, on Facebook, that's awesome. Love, love it. Um, also, all of these are podcasts now. So they're on YouTube, they're podcasts. Use your favorite um, podcast provider and you can listen to these in the car. I know I do. It super, super helps me since we live in our uh, cars, our mobile offices. Super helps me a lot. So check it out. Use them, they live on in perpetuity forever. So, okay. Um, so we're talking this morning about strategies to obtain more listings. Who wants listings? Right, we all want more listings. So, and I would say in every market, but especially in this market, because whew, these buyers, are they wearing you out yet? They're wearing me out. <laughs> we're down a little bit, so just a little bit. Um, so I want to talk. So we're going to talk about how to get more listings. But before we jump into that, I want to talk about you know we always I think we always all want more listings, um, and, and especially now. But it's always great to really in a market especially like this to take a look at where honestly where are you at today. So honest inventory of. Where are you at today? And take responsibility for where are we today? I know I really took a hard look as I got to the end of the first quarter, um, really middle to end of the first quarter, really started to take a look at where does my business traditionally come from and where do I want to change that? It doesn't mean I don't love the business that I traditionally get, right? Still want to get that business, but can where do I need to make a shift or where should I make a shift, especially given the market? Um, and then just kind of take responsibility for where you are. No shame in it. Nothing bad about it. Uh, but just where am I? So when I did that inventory, I am typically more buyer heavy than I am listing heavy. Um, and so that means it's about to be a tough year for Amy Izzo unless I make some shifts and I am open to doing some new things. Maybe some things that make me uncomfortable. Maybe some things that I'm not used to doing. Maybe I have to learn some new skills or sharpen some skills. Um, so taking a really good look at where you're at, taking responsibility for where you're at, and then make a decision around how are we going to shift in this market? How are we going to shift? Just um, make a real decision around that and then act on it. Don't, we don't need to spend a lot of time and thought about it. We don't need to spend a ton of time in analysis. But just what can we become committed to on a consistent basis? And then I would say, um, so I would, you know, so so I might have said, yeah, I consistently prospect for listings. But then I had to ask myself a question: Are you really? 
Are you really consistently prospecting for listings more than you are for buyers? Is your messaging more for sellers than it is for buyers? What is your messaging? Does it mean I don't love buyers? No, I love my buyers. I just need more listings for them. So I can wait for them to hit the market and go fight with 12 to 40 people for it, right? Or maybe I could find some for them on my own, right? Can I do both? I can do both. So just ask yourself, you know, what are you committed to daily on a consistent basis? So if you work five days a week, what are you doing five days a week to shift your business? What are you doing every single day? And then once you write that down, are you really? Are you really every day? What about the busy, crazy day where everything just goes sideways? What about when you have three of those? Do you wake up and you just had three days where you didn't look for a listing? We all do, right? So how do we get out of, the, well, how do we, how do we really take responsibility for that and then make some decisions around what we're going to do going forward? So I think that's really, really, really important. Also, I think it's important to look at your standards in your business. So the way you've done business so far, and I just think it's such an important conversation in this market. The way you've done business so far, I've been in business eight years. It's my eighth year. And so I can tell you how I traditionally have done business. I have traditionally knocked on the doors of FISBOs. I have traditionally met people at open houses. I have traditionally really worked my sphere of influence. Um, I've traditionally worked my buyers hard for more buyers. Do I get listings? Sure. I meet people that want to buy that also need to list. Right, but have I really put a ton of effort consistently over the eight years in listings? No, I haven't. It's a little bit more uncomfortable. Does it mean I don't list? No, I just told you probably 40% of my past business the last few years was listings. The rest was buyers. So I'm buyer heavy. That doesn't mean I'm without listings this year, but it certainly means it's a harder year if I don't shift that a little bit right now. Um, and I'll give you an example. I have 37 buyers in the pipeline. No houses for them. So they'll all get houses. And slowly I'm finding houses for them. One, you know, one listing activity at a time, one set of prospecting activity at a time. Um, so, so, the, so, so I just think it's important to take inventory, kind of know where you are, and then make some decisions on what you're going to do. So I'm going to show you today some of the decisions I made, I've been making uh, just in the first quarter and what that's done for me and my listing inventory. So um, first of all, if you have a database, let me just talk to all of us that have been in the business and we have a database, we have a CRM, I don't care which one it is. And here's the thing, I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing what's working for me. It all works guys, if you work it, it all works. So this is just what Amy is sharing today. Um, if there's something else you're excited about that I'm not talking about, it will work as long as you do it consistently every single day. So, um, so your database, let's get into your database. How many, how many of us have people that asked for valuations a year ago or more or 90 days ago or six months ago and they're in the database and they haven't done anything. They haven't listed the house and they haven't told us no and they took our valuation and they haven't told us to go away, right? How many of us have people like that in our database? I do. Are we calling through them? Go call them, go proactively send them a updated valuation. Get the messaging to them around what is going on in this market. Are they all gonna jump up and raise their hand and list their house? No, 
but some are. Some people are going to be intrigued by what the valuation is of their home right now. My opinion, my point of view is that people that have owned their house for, I would say in my market, three plus years, but especially if they've owned their house uh, pre, they bought their house pre-2008 and they still have it, they will likely command the highest prices in 2021 for their home. I can't, I don't have a crystal ball for 2022 and 2023. But what I do know is that as interest rates come down and the market corrects a little bit, the prices are going to also come down a little bit. So right now is the time, if you're thinking of moving in the next three years or you've had your house for a while, right now is the time to consider a, consider a sale. Um, so those are the conversations I'm having with people that have been in my database for a while. Hey, how about all those buyers you sold homes to over the last five years? Are they getting a monthly home valuation from you? Here's a great tip if you're not using it. Everybody go get HomeBot. You can afford it. I promise you. It's 25 bucks a month. It's super, super cheap. I put all of my, I love it. I put all of my buyers, my past clients, they're not homeowners. I put them all in HomeBot. I put everybody that accepts a home valuation from me in HomeBot. HomeBot sends them an automated message once a month. So I'm in their inbox once a month. It looks like a very custom website for them. And it I present it to them through a video. Hey, this is Amy with BXP Realty. I've, put, I've customized your HomeBot website for you. You're going to get a valuation once a month. I hope you enjoy it. There's all these other cool tools too. Two minutes. I send them a video to introduce it and they get it. And they get it every month. I have not had in two years anybody unsubscribe from HomeBot. Nobody. Not one person got mad at me. Now, I'm sure it's coming, but I got hundreds of people in HomeBot. So I put everybody in HomeBot. And here's a cool thing for you. If you have an activity where you just go into your HomeBot once a week and see what's going on, it'll show you who's been in there using the tools, who's looking at the home values, who's entering the mortgage data, who it'll tell you and it, and it gives the client opportunity to challenge the home value and you'll get an email that, hey, Amy challenges that home value, Dan Center. So now Dan can engage with me and do a CMA. So everybody goes in HomeBot. Um, that's what I do. So all those buyers you sold homes to, all those listings that you previously sold, you know where they went. If not, find out, get them in, get them into a, a tool, um, your CRM, your HomeBot, and make sure that they're hearing from you on a regular basis. Um, so that's one thing I'm doing. I'm reaching out to uh, everybody in my database, um, including my current sphere. Just again, hey, I want to make sure you're getting a regular home value from me. I want to make sure you know what's going on in today's market. Again, if it, if it doesn't turn into a listing, it may turn into a referral. It may turn into a great conversation about where they are, about the house. It's a touch. It's another way for them to remember me. I don't like to cold call. Who doesn't like to cold call? I don't like it. I, oh, good, Craig, because I would not have guessed that. So thank you for raising your hand. I do not like it one bit, but guess what? I'm doing it. So so one place, one place I'm getting quite a few listings from, and this is standards. This is what I'm going to talk about in a minute. Like, I really value your standards. So where does your business come from and how do you do business? So I have said in the past that I personally do not like to list homes that have tenants. I don't like it. I don't wanna do it. I don't wanna deal with it. It's a lot of work, it can be annoying. I know, that sounds lazy. I don't wanna do it. Guess what? 
three, four of my listings right now are all tenant occupied and sold. Where did they come from? They came from me advertising to people that want a cash offer for their home. Hey, who wants a cash offer for your home in a hot market? Right. And as those people come through, I'm getting landlords that are done. I'm getting them. Like they're, no, I'm done. I don't want to be a landlord anymore. And a lot of them have good paying tenants on a month to month. Pretty easy transition. By the way, I would have hypothesized, right? I would have guessed that I would have had to sell those to another investor that I would not get owner occupants. Not true. Not only am I getting owner occupants to buy those homes, but some of them are taking on the tenant and they're going to give notice after closing. Sellers are getting a lot of what they want in this market. So if we could pull a list, but I'm doing it through a cash offer ad and I'm getting some pretty cool opportunities from that as well. Some people that like have three or four or $500,000 homes. I'm like, hey, what would I get cash? Those are great conversations to have because that's a call, me calling Craig going, hey, I got your request. You came to me. I got your request for a cash offer in your home. I'd love to come out on Tuesday and take a look at it and tell you what we could do. And now when I get there, I can tell Craig um, what he could get cash through my investor network and what it would look like this year retail. How many of those do you think I'm lifting when I get out there? All of them. I traditionally have not done that. I would have poo-pooed it. So I have to change my standards right now in this market to really get business. Also, this might sound silly. I'm getting on Facebook. I'm looking for people in community groups, garage sale groups, home sale groups. I don't care who owns a group that are saying, I'm selling my home. I'm going to tell you a real story that just happened to me. <laughs> so I was this one. I was driving down the street. I was driving down the street and someone literally has a poster board, a yellow neon poster board from the dollar store on the front of their home with uh, met with marker for sale by owner. I'm like, are you kidding me? I wrote the address down. They were not home. I left my card. I wrote the address down. I looked them up. Sure enough, they had pictures of their home in a Facebook group. They were trying to sell their home. I had a buyer for their home. I just told you I have 37 buyers I don't have homes for. I had a buyer for their home. Uh, I called them. I said, I have a buyer for your home. Showed the home, presented an offer. Got it. They're paying me, by the way. I said to them, hey, I can handle all the title work and everything for you. This is what I chose to do it. Not technically listing you. This is just what I'm doing. Uh, they were fine. So they signed all the paperwork. Buyers paying me a commission. Uh, the sellers paying me a commission. They're happy. They're sold. That is, I got that at a non-traditional place. I'm looking in those groups. People are listing their homes. For sale by owners. Yes, some of them are going to sell their home on their own and they're not going to work with you. Most of them will let you bring a buyer, but some of them are overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed. Um, some of them are underpriced. Believe me, some of them are overpriced. Some of them are underpriced. I don't care if they're overpriced or underpriced. I'm going to tell them the truth. Anyway, I'm going to go see the home to see if I have a match for my buyer. And I'm going to build reports. I can list their home. They're listing. Some of them are listing. Some of them, but some of them are. So don't, so I can't poo-poo that, right? I can't poo-poo that. Um, and I would say I did put four sale burners in the past, but my approach was I'll do open houses for you. Um, my approach now is more I'll do marketing for you. And oh, by the way, I have 37 buyers and one of them is probably going to want your home. So I just need to come see it. And that works too. So, um, so absentee owners, 
for, I don't care if they have tenants or not, for sale by owners, um, cash offers for your home are working for me. I've never said this before, but I've been doing it for about 90 days. And I talked about, I think, briefly somewhere else, geofarming. So, um, pulling, so geofarming, so mean, meaning pulling homeowners that are not on the do not call list. I don't want to be, or that, yeah, I don't want to be in trouble, right? So, if they're on the do not call list, I'm not going to get them. But pulling homeowners in a zip code that are not on the do not call list so that I can test them out through my CRM, just a hot market. Hey, it's a hot market. Have you considered, uh, I have a better script for this, but hey, it's a hot market. Have you considered selling? Um, I'd love to sell your home valuation. I get a lot of no's. I get a lot of go away. I don't like you. Some of them are funny. I'm having so much fun with this. Some send me the funniest memes, like Simon, Simon Cowell going, that's a no. It's great. I love it. But some of them say, oh, I'd be curious uh, to know what my home is worth. Oh, I might consider selling. Now, it's a text, you guys. It's the easiest cold call I've ever made. And then I can respond to the ones that don't tell me to go fly away. So, and some of them say it more mean than that. But it's okay because I'm happy with it. So I ignore the mean ones. I'll never text them again. And the nice ones, I add them to my database. I add them to my home bot. They get an instant home valuation through my home bot. They, they're staying in touch with me. Some of them are listing. Um, it's awesome. So I'm really going to stay intentional around that. I've only been doing the geo farming via text for about 90 days. And I would say any new thing that we do, six month plus commitment, six month plus commitment before we judge the ROI. We sometimes tend to give up. I do. I'm impatient tend to give up a little too fast, a little too soon. So 30 days isn't good for anything like that. Um, so, I, so I'm going to do, I've just done it, 90 days of it. I've done really well. I'm going to continue to do it. Let's see. Any questions? Where do you find a list of FISBOs? Patrick. Okay. Uh, for sale by owners. You can, it's, you can go to forsalebyowner.com. You can go there to find a list. First of all, if you have a whole system like Cole or Red Axe, they'll pull them for you. Um, same thing with expires. So pull them for you. If you don't have that and we're going, we got to go low tech, low budget, forsalebyowner.com. Also, um, Zillow. Go on Zillow. When you go on Zillow, you can search for sale by owners. Um, you can also search make me moves. My very first listing in real estate when I didn't know anything was a make me move. And I, 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 the attitude of, I don't, care, I don't know. I'm just going to do it. Right, because that's how I started in real estate. My very first listing was a six hundred thousand dollar listing in my market, which is in my market a really nice listing. And um, it was a make me move. Somebody went on Zillow and said, "If I get this price for my house, I'll move." And I called them and said, "I can get you that price for your house. Will you move?" <laughs> and they invited me out, and then they listed with me. And it was my very first listing in real estate. And so I, you know, go back to that time where you just were throwing stuff at the wall to see what would stick, but consistently, right? You were just trying new things. You weren't afraid or you were pushing through the fear. Um, and so that's a really good place. Um, Anita says she used Red X. Red X is great. Coal Real Sources is, Coal Realty is great. Um, and then I do the pick and shovel work. I get into the social media and I really do. I just, it doesn't take long, a few minutes a day. I scroll through those groups. Um, to see who's looking for help, who's trying to sell their house. I assume if they are putting pictures that my house is for sale, that maybe I might be able to help. Either I'll bring them a buyer 
or they may need some listening help. They may get overwhelmed. They might want some help with paperwork. I'll do the paperwork for them if they have a buyer. Uh, lots of people hire me to do that and at a lower cost uh, because they get overwhelmed. So I just try to make myself available. So those are places that I would say to find your dispose. Um, please send me the text link you use for HomeBot. Um, I can put it in the chat. HomeBot, I think it's just HomeBot.com. So I'll double check it, but I think that's all it is. Oh, well, that went direct message. Let me fix that. You guys. Um, I love that tool. Very low cost works for me. Um, what else? And they haven't relisted, especially from 2020. Let's call them. Let's call them and say, hey, I saw that your house expired, and I just want to see what's going on in the market and see what I can do to help. Tell them place the contribution. I'm sure you have better scripts than that. That's what I'm doing. It works. Some people are curious. They do want to talk. They will talk about why they think their home didn't sell. Um, I just want them to tell me. So what you know, where they're at, where have they been, and where are they at? Um, I don't like it. But once I get on the phone, I'm okay, right? I, I get the, oh, I don't want to do it. And then I just do it. So, um, oh, Craig, I did a make me move was early February. So maybe they removed them since then. Craig thinks maybe those make me moves have been removed from Zillow. You guys might be right. So I haven't done it probably in at least a month. So maybe longer, two months. So, um, I'll check. I'll have to fact check on that. I'm not sure. Thank you for letting me know. Um, what else? Where are places that you are looking for listings? Besides what I have shared. Or what questions do you guys do you have about that? Um Patrick, are you are you asking or are you saying it'll indicate don't call for for sale by owner? Patrick says on Zillow and for sale by owner.com. Oh, you're asking me, will it indicate don't call? Sometimes uh, if there's a phone number I call, unless there's a big note that says don't call. Um, I think that would probably, personally, I would call anyway. If, they, if it's online, even if they said don't call me, I don't want a realtor, I call them anyway. Um, and I'll tell them, I don't want to be a realtor. I just have a buyer. Do Would you like my buyer? <laughs> oh. Um, because likely I've got a buyer in my database. I either absolutely have one in mind or I have one in my database. So, um, so yeah, I would probably call anyway. Um, if there's not a phone number, funny enough, sometimes there's not, there's definitely an email address. So I've also, I've also emailed and um, typically in the past I've sent just a text email, but I love to send a video now. So typically now I would just send a video so they can see it's me. Um, I think, I, I think I'm pretty likable. So <laughs> when they get a video and it's like, here's how I want to help you, or here's my question I have a buyer for you, usually they'll respond to me. So usually they'll respond to me. So so you just so it's just kind of adjusting, right? Just adjusting what we've always done before. Um, either doing more of it if it has worked, or maybe doing some new things, considering um, getting our business from some new places in this market. Um, and it works. I am doing lots of things I haven't done before. Cash offers, cash offer ads, um, uh, definitely geotharming with the texting, calling expireds, and I'm setting appointments. So I'm setting appointments. And what I have going on now besides some good 
today business from it is I have lots of database ads, some creating some new relationships, and I've got pipeline. I've got stuff coming in June and July and August right now that um, are signed. They're just not going to be ready for a little while um, from that activity. And that is not activity that I've traditionally done before. So if you can really, you know, just take an inventory of where you're at, what's already working, keep doing that. And then what, where can you pivot? Where can you look for some new business? I really do believe if people have owned their house for any length of time, especially if they got it prior to 2008, they weathered that storm. They really will command the most money for the home, I believe, this year, um, just based on what's going on in our market. And so I just want as many people to know that as possible. So I'm just trying to tell them and see where that conversation leads. And it's either going to lead to, thank you very much, have a nice day. But more often I'm seeing it lead to, Here's, you know, please stay in touch with me. I don't know what I want to do, but I may want to leave. I may want to do something or just meeting with me. Um, so it's either a database ad, which I'll always take, um, or it's a meeting to talk about what that would look like. What would a sale, what would listing their house and selling it look like? And don't get twisted on, well, where are they going to go? They're going to ask me where they're going to go. That's their decision. We just help lead them through the process, right? So where are they going to go? Well, A, there's, you have lots of leverage in this market. So I can if you want to buy another house, I'll find another house. So you have inventory as well. I'll find another house. That's what we do. That we're professionals. That's what we do. I'll find you another house. Um, do you want to rent for a year? Some people do. Sometimes in some markets, it doesn't it makes sense to get a boatload of money for your house and go rent for a year and then decide. Do you want to build? Can they build? You know, you know, eight months out, okay. Can we get enough for the house that it would warrant them going to rent for a year? Couldn't they stay with family and friends? I've met some um, people that are going to sell their house and get as much as they can for it this year. And they're going to go live in a friend's condo for six months or a year. And then they're going to make a decision on what they're going to do. So there are options. And for some people, the decision will be to stay. That's okay too. You've helped them make the decision to stay. Now you've created a relationship. They're in your database. You stay in touch with them. Eventually they're going to refer you to someone. They're going to do business with you themselves. So I think it's all... Um, worthwhile effort. It's all worthwhile effort. What's really important for us in this market is that whatever we commit to do, I just gave you a bunch of stuff I'm doing. Whatever you commit to do every day. If you work five days a week, are you doing that activity five days a week? And if you say yes, are you really? And then go do it five days a week. Um, get yourself moved up to every day because you need to build your pipeline. We are not, we're in Q2. We are building Q3 and Q4. We are building the next two quarters. We do not want to get into Q3 and go, oh, I don't have business. Does that mean we're not going to write a business that sells this quarter? No, of course we are. But we're also building those future quarters. Any questions for me? I need feedback from anybody. What's working for you guys? So quiet today. <laughs> you don't want to tell me? You don't want me to know your strategy? What I want to know about? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, then I'm going to, I'm going to just wish you a terrific, terrific Thursday. I hope that you got some nuggets from here that'll help you have a great, great day. You guys. I love you guys. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.